Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. I'm Kim Thompson Pinder, the extraordinary word ninja and founder of RTI Publishing, where we work with you to ghostwrite and publish your signature book that will double your business by attracting clientele and position you as the go-to expert in your niche. Next, we will show you how to use your book to make lead generation and conversion a snap while building an audience. My guests include professionals, entrepreneurs, and coaches who use their skills to build people powerfully. They will share their story and powerful tips that will help you live better. They will also share their writing journey and how it has impacted their life and the lives of their readers. If you've ever wondered if writing a book makes a difference, then this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. And today we are going to be doing part four of I've got a book. Now what do I do with it? And of course, I have my wonderful co-host Juanita Wooden Radko with me. And what interesting thing can I tell you that I haven't already told you about her? Hmm. No, I can't tell that one. No, she'd kill me if I told that one. Maybe we'll just go with today. She's an incredible person and she's my very best friend. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thanks, Kim. I was sitting pretty nervous for a couple <laughs> seconds there. <laughs> well, I was tempted, but I realized that you have just as many stories about me as I do about you. So, <laughs> <laughs> As many books as we write, I don't know that that needs to be one of them, right? <laughs> well, I am super excited for today's show. So maybe one day we will do an episode where we share some of the funny Kim and Juanita stories, but not today. <laughs> so the last three uh, sessions, we've been looking at, you know, you've, you've written your book, you're an author, now what do you do? And, you know, we've covered marketing, we covered sales. On the last episode, we talked a little bit about more about each of those two. And then we, we talked about your network and who's in your network and how do you use a book with your network and just some of the intangible things like the confidence. But one thing I forgot to mention was when you are an author and you're networking, it's a great way to introduce yourself. Mm -hmm. When you have... When you get that opportunity at a networking meeting, and if you've ever been to one, you know what I'm talking about, where a few people get that 90 seconds on stage, right, where they get highlighted for 90 seconds, what are you going to say that's really impactful? And so when you're the author of a book, you now have not only the confidence, but you've got something that can easily fill the 90 seconds, it positions you as that go-to expert in your niche, and it impresses people. So that was something I meant to mention on the last episode. Do you have any other additional thoughts before we get into today's topic of social media? Actually, I'm ready to go, ready to get social. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So when it comes to using your book, social media is one of the biggest places where you can really let your book shine and use it as that tool. So first of all, I love the consistency factor. And yeah, you know, you should be using social media with your book. It's a free tool. 
Who here does not love free? I love free. Woo, woo. (laughs) My favorite price. (laughs) But speaking of price, with social media, there is a price to pay if you want to see the results. And of course, the price of social media, one of the prices of social media is the consistency factor. But here's the thing. Guess what? When you got a book, guess how much content you have to put on social media? At least 10 chapters worth. (laughs) How many pages in your book? (laughs) Exactly. So when you're looking at that, at that, you can use that content as the stepping board to create all your social media content around. Now, obviously, not all of your social media. I mean, there, there is the aspect that you don't always want to be sounding promotional. But in terms of your positioning as that expert, your book becomes this rich source of material that you can draw from to create posts, do Facebook Lives, you know, connect with people on. So that was my first thought. Mm-hmm. and. I think that it's great to give, it's important that you give value. Like you said, don't be a commercial, give a taste of what you're covering in your book. So while you want to, you have to strike that balance while you want to get people to buy your book, you have to share and give something of yourself so that people will have that like, no trust, Mm -hmm. because if it's always about what they can do for you, that does not build any trust. Mm -hmm. There's different, obviously different platforms and different books will uh, work better on certain platforms. You have to have a strategy Mm -hmm. um, in mind with your different books. I would say I've been, I enjoy Facebook and Instagram. I am not a Twitter person. I don't tweet. That's not to say that a lot of people aren't successful on Twitter, but I would definitely say that those other two formats I mentioned, also Pinterest, they give you a little bit longer time, a little more ability Mm -hmm. to showcase your knowledge and showcase your book in a different way. I would also suggest that when you have this account made up, rather than just use your personal account, have a dedicated account for your book. Let's say your book is The Blueberry Mountain. I've got a mug with blueberries on it, so that was the first thing I thought of. (laughs) And my Blueberry Mountain book, I would have the Climbing the Blueberry Mountain uh, Facebook group. Facebook identity because you can search Facebook that way and you'll find out what people are looking for and what they want to know about it. And if you have a user picture with the cover of your book mm-hmm. on it, the title of your book in that logo, that visual uh, appeal will be great right off of the bat. Yeah, and and it's amazing how people search Facebook because I started a Facebook page for the Entrepreneur Emporium and I don't have a lot on it yet. And Facebook notified me that I've had three views on that page. And I'm like, oh, maybe I should be like updating that page. (laughs) (laughs) 
So if you're wondering what the Entrepreneur Emporium is, it's basically I love to craft. And for years, I've been knitting and crocheting. But in December, I got a Cricut machine. And I had been having a ball and a blast. And Juanita can so relate to this. There is only so much crafting that you can put in your house and give to your family and friends. Mm-hmm. It's true. Mm-hmm. So I decided instead of just loading my house up with stuff, that I would pay for my crafting habit by creating motivational and inspirational items for entrepreneurs. So now if you go to the uh, entrepreneuremporium.com, you can see I've got lots of t-shirts, mugs, notebooks with quotes and things that will just encourage and inspire you. But anyway, so now that's a motivation for me that, oh, maybe I need to put something on that page because people are seeing it. Mm -hmm. So one of the things I was thinking of next, and actually uh, in a couple of days, I'm going to be doing another interview with our client, Crystal Duku, because she's our, our social media specialist. She's also part of the Authority Gang, and she's going to be talking about what's new in social media. And so one of the things I was thinking of in terms of your book, and actually Larry Levine did this when we were working on book number one of Selling from the Heart, is he would actually take and do readings, do um, a Facebook Live and do a reading from his book. What a hard idea. It seems so obvious, of course. (laughs) What a brilliant guy he is. (laughs) That Larry, he's some smart. So, you know, like there's lots of different ways to use that content. You can pull out small quotes, you know, make nice social media quote graphics, and then just do a short post around it. You know, you can do a post where you take like a couple of paragraphs out of your book and then discuss it. You know, you can do lives where you talk about quotes from the book or or read the book and then talk about it. I mean, there is just so much content that you can you can get from the book. I mean, you can do a blog post, which you then post on social media, especially if you're on LinkedIn. You know, you can create articles around your book. So, you know, for me, the, the social media side of it is really where you get to shine. And you need to take advantage of that and put a game plan together for that. And I think that's that's what's really important is, is that game plan because you don't want to overload yourself. Mm-hmm. Now, the other thing too is on Zoom now, you can actually Zoom and live to Facebook. So you can do interviews with people, talk about your book. One piece of software that I've been uh, really enjoying and I'm going to be using a lot more actually, I forgot to use it for today's. Um, But one of the things I'm going to be doing is when we're recording the podcast, I've been using StreamYard. And StreamYard is nice because you can, uh, depending on your account size, stream out to anywhere between three to 10 platforms all at once. So you do live and it goes out. So it's like Facebook, if you can do LinkedIn Lives, uh, YouTube, there's there's a bunch of places. I'm not sure if we can do Instagram yet, but I'm sure that will be on the next one on its plate. But you can, in my account, I can stream to three places at once. So I stream to my profile, I stream to the uh, motivational quotes for entrepreneurs page. So if you like the motivational stuff, go check it out. 
motivational quotes for entrepreneurs. I post a really nice quote every day with a little teaching and training. I can post to the author to authority group all at the same time. So I can live to three groups at once. That's massive bang for your buck. Yeah, it is. And I, 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 I don't know, I pay 10, 10, 15 bucks a month, something like that. Right. So actually what I'm going to be doing with uh, the podcast is we're going to uh, live stream the recording of the podcast. Oh, you're making me nervous now, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, have I got something green on my nose? <laughs> well, I hate to tell you this, my friend, but the videos have been posted on YouTube since day one. So, <laughs> but again, it, it's, it's about repurposing. So for me doing these, these podcast recordings as Facebook lives, and then the podcast episode comes out, you know, a month or two later, people aren't necessarily going to remember and not the same group of people are going to see it. So it's the same with your content. Don't be afraid of, you know, doing content again. We have talked a couple of times over the last oh, year and a half mm -hmm. about the six key building blocks. And we're going back through the six key building blocks again, but this time from a different perspective. And if you're listening to this, it means you haven't gotten tired of it yet. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the same with your book and social media. Don't be afraid to, you know, over the course of a few months, cover a bunch of different topics and then go back and cover them again. As your audience grows, as your target market grows, there's going to be new people who haven't heard it. And people who have heard it, you'll have new perspective, bring out new things about it. So don't ever be afraid to use your content or that people will get tired of hearing about it. Yeah, that's a, a good point. I mean, especially the part about your perspective will be different coming at it in six months time, because I don't know, has the world changed for any of you in the last six to 12 months? Hmm, a little bit of perspective there. And in another year from now, we will have different ideas because of who we collaborate with, what books we've read, and what other ideas we've encountered mm -hmm. between those times. Yeah, exactly. So did, I've got one other point. Did you have any points you wanted to share, my friend? One of the things I really like about Facebook, and to a lesser extent, Instagram, but both of them have the ability for you to engage with a conversation with your audience and one of the great things with that is getting questions from your audience mm. and that can help you launch into some more topic ideas that is related to your content if you're if you get enough questions and you're lucky you might be getting material for book two <laughs> so it's a resource that can really feed you cool i like that so I've only got one other point for today's podcast. So today might be just a little bit shorter, but one of the big things about social media is your ability to create a brand and to create that social proof. And that's one of the big things about using your book on social media is the social proof that it brings. And one of the things that I plan on doing when um, author to authority is released this year is 
asking people who have read the book to take a picture of themselves with the book and give me a testimonial. See, because it's not just about the content of your book. It's about the people who are reading your book and what they're saying. And Larry Levine and Sherry Lewick, they've both been on the show. They're great clients of ours. One of the things they're really great at is getting those reviews and then using them on social media as that social proof. So they, are, they have built the brands around their two books, Selling from the Heart and My Skeletons Have Names. And I just want you guys to just think outside of the box. We've only covered a few ideas. There's a lot more. And of course, now that I said that, my brain goes, whoop. <laughs> but there, there are. And I, I've been thinking about this because the next chapter that I'm going to be writing uh, for the book is, well, two chapters from now, is how do you use your book to build your business? So it's something I've been thinking a lot about. And I get all of these wonderful, crazy ideas when I'm in the shower. I think I'm going to have to either start finding some way to record them while I'm in the shower, you know, maybe have my phone out on a ledge and drive my finger off and hit the record button and start talking. Or uh, there was one day. <laughs> That's one of those Google Home things. Maybe, uh, you know, the like, uh, what is it? Alexa. Hey, Alexa, take a note. <laughs> Honest to goodness, that would be a useful thing in the shower. (laughs) It was funny. One day I was in the shower and I had been working on something and I was in the shower and this one beautiful sentence popped into my brain. And I'm thinking, I've got to remember this. So I'm like, I, I, I screamed out to my daughter. I'm like, Deborah, get in here with a pen and paper. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. That is not the uh, the sentence that your adult child wants to hear. Like, oh, no, mom. <laughs> she, just, she didn't come into the bathroom. She just kind of opened the door. She's like, what? <laughs> like, can you write down this sentence for me? I really need to remember it. She's like, okay. <laughs> so. She is now used to all the unusual trials you put her through. And, <laughs> and the long suffering of your adult child cannot be uh, underestimated. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, she suffers an awful lot in our house. So, (laughs) Uh, any final thoughts, my friend? (laughs) I think that um, it's a great thing that people have the opportunity to promote themselves on social media, promote their books, and be aware. I think, I guess, the caveat I would say is again, being aware of consistency. If your social media, your personal social media does not reflect the your professional side of the social media, you need to think about how you're doing business and how you're presenting yourself. Yeah, because people do check you out. You know, if you've got this really professional business side, but yet on the personal side, you know, you're posting your pictures of yourself half-wasted, probably not the... It's not a consistent message and it would be a reason for concern for a lot of people, right? Mm-hmm. You know, or, you know, if you show this really strong, polished biz- business side, you know, and yet on your personal Facebook, you know, you're constantly talking about every single problem you're going through and, 
you know, how difficult it is. I'm, I'm not saying that there isn't a time on social media to express the occasional thing, bad thing that's happening in your life. But, you know, if you're, if you're this coach, that life coach, you don't want to be posting about, you know, all the bad things that are going on and how you can't deal with life. Yeah, I, I would disagree. That my personal opinion, as far as social media goes, I know that people sometimes say, you know, it's so fake. You, people only talk about how perfect their life is. I don't feel it's appropriate to broadcast dirty laundry or your grievances or those passive aggressive statements. Like, I just can't with some people. I've really had it right now. And the, the sort of post that is intended to generate a big response, I feel like that is an unprofessional unprofessional behavior for one thing and you are not aware of who your audience is mm -hmm. and it's going to echo into the future mm -hmm. because that person that you were in that 10 minutes of writing it in the full heat of anger or whatever is not the person you are a week from now or three years in the future when you are about to accept an award for all your good work there have been celebrities and other people of note who have suffered a fall because they have behaved less than their best, too much candor and less than professionally, mm -hmm. which could have been avoided if they remembered not everyone reading this will be your friend. Yeah. And, and that, that, that is an incredibly good point. There, there are, there will be people who will troll you to put you down. Uh, this is an unfortunate side, and we don't talk about it a lot, of sometimes becoming that author, becoming that authority, is there There are people who will be jealous of you, and not always, but sometimes attacks come, and they come right out of the blue, and they'll misquote you, they'll whatever. Mm -hmm. Just a piece of hint, tip, and advice, one of the best ways to deal with it is not deal with it. I mean, unless it's incredibly racist, derogatory, uh, insulting, uh, offensive, like, and I, I more in the extreme. And then I think you know you need to get like if it's on Facebook, get Facebook involved and ask them to remove it, especially if it's comment or a post or something. But if it's just someone, you know, being a little bit annoying, being a little bit rude, you know, saying something just to try and kind of make you look bad, but. The best thing to do is just let it go because you respond, you're giving them what they want, which is attention. Yeah. And the thing is, usually they're really good at debating and fighting. So they'll just keep it going. And the longer it goes, the more people pay attention to it. And that's their perception of you. But if you just ignore the comment, like I said, if it's extreme, it needs to be dealt with. And you go to Facebook or Instagram or whatever, and you report it and you say, you know, can you please you know, I'm reporting this comment and you can do that. But if it's just, you know, someone not being... Being negative, being yeah. aggressive in their opinion, I'll say. Mm -hmm. You just ignore it. Mm -hmm. Take the high road. Yep. That took us a little bit down a road sounding negative. There are so many benefits to using social media to support and build your book. Yes. But it's, you know, here, there, 
here there be dragons <laughs> when it comes to the ocean of uh, social media. You and, and your ship are headed for an amazing adventure, but you have to steer carefully. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm not saying this happens all the time. In all the years I've been using social media for my business, I've maybe had it happen once or twice. But we just wanted to make you aware of that so that you're not broadsided by it. Social media has been an incredible tool. And it's not something that you need to be afraid of. It's just carefully consider what you post on social media. And this, this make, brings us to the last point, which is create a brand around it. So your personal profile, all of your business pages, all of your groups, it should all be a part of a cohesive um, singular brand that you use to promote yourself. And, and then it, as you do that in all of those different places, it starts to kind of collect over social media and you start to get your name out there and it, and it starts to kind of grow and you get more attention from Facebook and Instagram and all these other places. And as you grow your audience and as you do the consistency factor, you know, they like that and they reward you for it. And so that, that is a great way of building uh, your target market with people that you don't even know. Yeah, having uh, an image that is easily recognizable, having dedicated colors, don't keep changing your colors. I think that's a, a big one mm -hmm. that people need, that anybody can, can do that. What color, what two colors are Coca-Cola's colors? Red and white. Yeah, you didn't even hesitate. Nobody hesitates because Coke knows what the importance of brand consistency, brand image is. So And Pepsi's blue. Mm -hmm. So that's um, something to simple. Same, so think color, think same font. That's going to help people recognize you. Okay to having a testing period, right? Like when you're when you're first developing your brand and your logos and your colors and all that, you may over a span of you know six months maybe test out a few different designs to see what really resonates. So we're not we're not talking about when you're developing that because you need to get feedback, um, you know, kind of get a sense. Sometimes you go one way and you realize it's just not really you. So, you know, in that first little period, but once you have your brand set, don't change it. Well, I think we've had this good conversation today, my friend. And uh, the next time we're going to have fun because we're going to be talking about how do you use your book to get on TV, radio, Facebook Live, speaking gigs, workshops, training sessions. So that's going to be a, a fun um, a fun episode. And that will be the next episode that Juanita and I are together. Our episodes are the first and third Tuesdays of the month. And uh, this has been uh, Juanita Wooden Radko and Kim Thompson Pinder on the Author to Authority podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And we will see you on the very next episode. Bye now. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Author to Authority podcast. I have a free gift that I would love to give you. Coming out this year, I am releasing my book, Author to Authority. And if you are an entrepreneur, solopreneur, small business owner, professional coach, or speaker, and you want to find out how to gain visibility 
and how to build your business bigger, stronger, faster, then I recommend that you download a free sample of the Author to Authority book at www.authortoauthority.com forward slash get dash the dash book. It's going to be a great resource for you that teaches the author to authority concept and the six key areas that you build authority in and how you can use a book to do it all faster. So don't forget, get your free copy today.